This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, FEMA is fully activating its hurricane response efforts as Ida makes landfall. Active duty military members are being deployed out west to help with wildfires. And in addition to the NDAA would establish a special victims unit for sex crimes in the military. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. More than 2,400 FEMA employees are in place to help out citizens in Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and other states that are in the path of Hurricane Ida. In preparation for the Stage 4 storm recovery, FEMA has staged more than 2.5 million meals, 3.1 million liters of water, 76,000 tarps, and 64 generators. Additionally, the agency's mobile emergency response support assets include deploying emergency operations vehicles to support Louisiana and Mississippi. Along with FEMA, a U.S. Army Corps of Engineers power restoration team and its planning and response teams for debris, temporary roofing, infrastructure assessment, temporary housing, and temporary power are also in place to help with recovery operations. Now the Army adds fresh help in the battle against California wildfires. We get more details from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. Some 200 active-duty soldiers will help out in Northern California, with Operational Command coming from the Northern Command's Joint Force Land Component. The soldiers will arrive at the request of the National Interagency Fire Center. They'll help with efforts to quell the Dixie Fire, which encompasses two national parks and a national forest. The soldiers will receive their gear and start training today. The Air Force has provided eight C-130 airplanes fitted with fire suppression systems. I'm Tom Temin. The military services would establish special victims prosecutors for sexual crimes under a House version of the annual defense bill. The House Armed Services Committee's chairman's mark would reform the Uniform Code of Military Justice to address sexual assaults in the military. The bill would also reallocate most of the $3.3 billion that was originally earmarked for the Afghan Security Forces Fund. The committee will mark up the bill this week with a flurry of amendments and lengthy debate expected during the meeting. It's official. President Biden intends to give federal employees an average 2.7% pay raise next year. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. The president's pay plan includes a 2.2% across-the-board increase and an additional 0.5% in locality adjustments. Federal employee unions say they're glad to see the White House grant pay parity between civilian employees and the military. The National Treasury Employees Union says, though, it's advocating for a 3.2% raise for federal workers next year. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. 89% of participants say they're happy with the thrift savings plan. That's a little better than last year's satisfaction rate on the TSP's annual participant survey. More military members in the blended retirement system say they're pleased with the TSP this year. 88% say they're happy with the plan compared with 77% last year. Participants still want to see more flexibility with the TSP's withdrawal options. 90% say they want the option to choose which investment funds to withdraw or take a loan from. The Union for Passport Services Employees presses the State Department for more leave flexibility amid COVID-19 outbreaks. Federal News Network story Heckman has more. The National Federation of Federal Employees Local 1998 says the Delta variant of COVID-19 is leading to outbreaks at passport agencies in San Diego and Miami. 
as well as a printing center in Arkansas. The union says passport agencies are forcing staff to work mandatory overtime to chip away at a backlog of passport applications. Amid these outbreaks, the union seeks more flexibility in approving COVID-19 administrative leave or weather and safety leave. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Despite regulatory prohibitions and vendor dislike, agencies are still using lowest price, technically acceptable, or LPTA for tens of billions of dollars of procurements. Bloomberg government analyzed federal acquisition data since June 2020 and found agencies used LPTA for $34 billion in contracts over the last 14 months. BGov says the Defense Department accounts for just over half of those LPTA awards. Agencies are using this approach mostly for construction, technology and clothing, textiles and subsistence buys, BGov found. The FAR Council issued a final rule in February further restricting the use of LPTA. Industry will soon get a shot to offer feedback on new cyber requirements gaining momentum in both chambers of Congress. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency would set up a program requiring critical infrastructure companies to report cyber attacks under a new bill being considered by the House Homeland Security Committee. A similar measure has already been introduced in the Senate. But industry groups are pushing back on some elements of the Senate legislation, including the 24-hour window for reporting cyber incidents. The House committee has scheduled a hearing this week to get feedback on its bill, including from officials representing IT and telecommunications associations. Justin Doubleday. Federal News Network. The Justice Department is creating a three-year cyber fellowship program for attorneys looking to join the federal workforce. Fellows will rotate through DOJ offices and get hands-on experience investigating state-sponsored cyber threats, ransomware attacks, and other cyber criminal activity. Once done with the fellowship, fellows can be converted to permanent positions at DOJ without further competition. Fellows selected for the program must be able to secure a top security clearance and apply by September 8th. The second memo of the month implementing the cyber executive order dropped on Friday. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has those details. The Office of Management and Budget has given agencies 60 days to assess how well they log cybersecurity incident data against the new maturity model released Friday. As part of that review, agencies must also identify gaps, develop plans to mitigate those problems, and submit cost estimates to OMB. OMB's Acting Director Shalanda Young detailed these new requirements in a memo to federal leaders. The guidance outlined four maturity levels that agencies should assess themselves against. And then after that 60-day review, they have two years to reach the highest maturity level. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Mansfield Lamb Air National Guard Base in Ohio will be the location of the Air Force's new cyber warfare mission. It was between that location and the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport in Minnesota. It was between that location and the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport in Minnesota. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine says several factors went into the decision, including manpower, recruiting and retention, building capacity and connectivity, environmental, construction costs, and cost of living. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. 
Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.